honor and praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'm assuming uh, everyone can hear me correct. Amen. Okay. Starting to get a one to make sure. Um, truly, just um, spending time with the Lord, He gave me um, um, really a, an awesome awesome message um and i was able to walk through it um all, all through his power and, and and glory so thank you lord um and today's message is sitting at the lord's feet the opening scriptures will be from luke 10 38 through 42 and it reads um starting in verse 38 now, as they were traveling along, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations, and she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary, for Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Um, really, as I sat with the Lord um, and prayed, prayed about his message it was lord you know what do you want me to give and uh when he gave me sitting at the lord's feet um it required exactly that um sitting at his feet and so uh you know lots of things that had gone on um but as i was meditating and and uh praying uh seeking the lord um three words he gave me uh three words he gave me to understand and the first one starts in luke 10 38 and that one is welcomed um the next word comes from luke 10 39 which is feet at the lord's feet and the third word is from Luke 1040, which is distracted. Um, looked up welcome in, in the Blue Letter Bible, and it's defined as to receive as a guest. Um, and just kind of wanted to share, uh, you know, how the Lord took me through this. Uh, before I truly surrendered, it was... It was like a insurance agent. It was part-time Lord. When I need you, I'll call you. When I'm in trouble, I'll call you. Um, so receiving him as a guest was more of, um, okay, Lord, now I need you. 
come and take this away, you know, make my situation better. And so we'll definitely uh, um, touch on that a little more, but in, in John 15, four and five um, is to abide in me and I in him. He who abides in me bears much fruit apart from the Lord, I can do nothing. But the devil was keeping me busy with the desires of my flesh um, and and all the, the other things that I thought was super important. Um, truly, that just resulted in my selfishness. Uh, the, the next one is at the Lord's feet. And this one is defined as of disciples listening to their teachers instructions are said to be at his feet disciples listening to their teachers instructions are said to be at his feet <clears throat> i remember um trying to to do it on my own uh i didn't have time to be at his feet I had a lot of things, um, plans going on. I, I had so many things lined up. Um, and the Lord just kind of spoke to me. What in life, what in life is more important than sitting at the Lord's feet? So it gave me two questions. That was the first one. The second one was, what do we go through that is more important than sitting at his feet daily. And I, I pondered on that and said, man, where I leaned on my own understanding compared to where the Lord has me, lean, uh, trusting in him, by far a huge difference of sitting at his feet and so um lord yep we're gonna trust you so now we're gonna go to distracted and if the lord brings us back to that then praise the lord um but to distracted number three distracted is Defined as to be overoccupied, too busy about a thing. Um, the devil's schemes for me were video games, coaching, and sports. Those are three things um, that truly kept me away from sit, tr uh, sitting at his feet. Those are three things that were so dear to me. They were the most important nothing would would come in between that um and as a result of that um i got to learn that my ways are are not healthy for me but for those that i love it's it's uh my choices affect just more than myself and um the cool thing is, out of all three of those, video games, sports, and coaching, none of them have a future and a hope. 
even even if I was to make a career out of one of them, eternally, they have no future and hope. And that was what I wanted to be satisfied with on top of trying to please the Lord at the same time. And truly made it difficult to um, to be in his presence. Um, I, I, I couldn't. So we'll start with coaching. My plan for coaching was, and, and a lot of you that know me, uh, you know, you know this. My, my goal was I'm going to be the, the, the best coach I can be. I won't be the head coach for the Los Angeles Lakers. That was, that's my future. I can make millions of dollars, take care of my family. That's it for me. Head coach, Los Angeles Lakers. Um, the problem with that is trying to be a top level professional coach requires a lot of sacrifice and the sacrifices that I was willing to make was my relationship with God, my marriage, and my family. And I would justify, but wait a minute, I'm doing this for them. No, I was selfish. I wanted what I thought was a feature and hope for me instead of trusting that the, what the Lord said in Jeremiah 29, 11. He gives me a future and a hope, not myself. But that's what happens when you get distracted. I've been there, you know, and wondered why, man, <laughs> my marriage is, you know, my marriage is messed up. My my kids don't even really have a dad. I was present, but I wasn't a father. I was just a selfish person. And, um, you know, distraction can be really, really a huge hindrance. It is a huge hindrance. Um, and I, you know, what I thought in my own understanding, my own ways was super, you know, amazing. You know, my kids will be taken care of for life, but what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? What will a man give in exchange for his soul? And sitting at the Lord's feet really, um, you know, he, he really dealt with me of where he took me from and where he has me now. I shared this with, uh, <clears throat> with a couple of the pastors. Man, if I, if I had known we were coming to start our own church in Utah, this brother would have stayed in Washington, man. I I could have been coaching, and um, you know the Lord took me out of that, and and I thank Him for that. I didn't see it then, um, but coming to Utah, there's 
full reliance had to be on the Lord. And so <clears throat> truly just um, blessed to where he has uh, me and my family and, and what we're able to do um, for his glory. Um, the other thing about distraction is um, the enemy had me occupied with sports games and coaching. Sunday, I thought, you know, that's that's the day I'm going to sit at the Lord's feet. That's the day that I'm, you know, that's the Lord's day. And Saturday through Monday, or, you know, Monday through Saturday, that's my time. That's me time. I'll give the Lord his time, you know, his day, and then the rest of the week, that's all me. Excuse me. As a result of that, I was on, on that path. I was quickly losing my family, losing myself um, to the point it just seemed like self-destruction. If, if something could go bad, it all went bad. Um, and I look back at you know, all of that and see where the Lord has me now. And it's like, man, he knows what he's doing. But I can't, I can't allow the enemy to continue to distract me. Um, so I had to give up sports. I had to give up video games. I had to give up coaching. And when I asked the two questions earlier, it's, you know, it's not so much that I had to, but when I sit at the Lord's feet, it now becomes, I want to. Because I see the, the change he makes um, in my wife. I see the the change he is doing in me, um, how how my kids, you know, truly have a relationship with them instead of just thinking I do. It's it really became I decrease, he increase. Uh, John three thirty, and so you know that was. That was where the enemy had me. That's that's where he had me distracted, was in those three areas. You know, you guys know, man, we done battled how many times with 49ers and Seahawks, and and you got to see someone who was fully invested in the 49ers and tried to sprinkle a little Jesus here and there. And what's done in darkness comes to light. You know, and so... I really thank God um, where he took me from because, you know, when you think about sports, there's one game, three hours, maybe four. Um, 
video games is is a real big killer you know especially especially for me you know and and it is for for anyone because when you invest in video games there's times where i would live breathe and sleep that come home from work jump on the game not eat dinner with my family not pray with my family um and all they got was anger all they got was selfishness and my kids hated that they they hated video games but those are distractions those are schemes and tactics that the enemy uses um to keep you away from the lord and so you know the father that my kids see now is a whole lot different from um what they had in the past and and thank god that that he intervened so don't let the enemy distract you with lies he told eve that if they would disobey god they would be like god that's a big time lie um we we could never be on god's on god's level ever um him abiding in us, him living in us, is is the closest we'll come uh, to to having the Father in us. Um, he made everything that I wanted pleasing for me to look at. He made me desire it, and I thought, man, I could be famous. I, man, imagine me on the sidelines, on you know, on the Lakers court. Man, how many, you know, my family members would, man, we, you know, we we got access to the Lakers now. Those are things that I, it was possible. It was achievable. And distractions, lies, those, those are things that, you know, especially for me, because those were my gods. Those were my strongholds. And the reason I couldn't sit at the Lord's feet because they were more important than him. Um, you know, and in seeking all that, and um, seeking all that, my relationship with the Lord was all lukewarm. It was so easy to, to say all the the Christian-y things, the right things, and quote, you know, Bible scriptures, and then be a Pharisee when I go home. Be a Pharisee, you know, when when I'm coaching in the moment. Um, I preach God with with in one instance, and preach pride and selfishness in another. Walk out pride and selfishness in another. Those are those are things that um that aren't of the Lord. And so that is why it's critical to sit at his feet. There's nothing in my life that should be more important than sitting at the Lord's feet. 
Um, <clears throat> only at sitting at his feet will you be will you not be worried. Only at sitting at his feet will you walk in wholeness and have life more abundantly. Only at sitting at his feet will not only peace in this life you'll receive, but in eternity in the next life. There's three choices um, that we have. The first one is you can welcome God or you can live with God. And the only way God will live with you is if you walk in obedience. That's the first one. Uh, John 14, 23, I will come and make my home with you. Um, John 15, amazing. Do you want God living there or do you want him passing by? I wanted God living there, but I wasn't willing to, to go and seek him. Uh, you know, my lifestyle says just come pass by and and clean up the mess I made. Um, not good. The next one, the next choice we have is we can sit at his feet. And trust that he'll give us exactly what we need on his timing. Trust that the way he created us. He has a plan and a purpose for for how he created us. The third one, excuse me, the third choice we have is we can be distracted. And so I shared, you know, truly the life I lived and, and thought, you know, that I was, man, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm doing fine. Everything's going good. But those three choices really can and, and will affect our lives tremendously. Um, you know, sitting at his feet, it, it will take it, it will take a lot to to try to explain it all in just one week that 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 I haven't uh, gone through so much and i can guarantee you i would not i would not be up here today if if i didn't allow the lord to lead if i didn't sit at his feet this week i would have ran because again a lot has went on and and god is good all the time the peace the understanding, like truly, his burden is so light. His yoke is easy. But it's no matter what distractions, all of it has to go. And just, Lord, what do you want? And so I, I've lived the distraction life and was able to walk through sitting at his feet and excited for uh, however many more days he blesses me to live. Uh, which choice are you going to make? That was a question that, you know, I would really want us to think about. Which choice are you going to make? Are you going to choose the good part that Mary chose? 
Or are you going to choose the part that Martha chose, where you're worried about all kinds of things? Truly, I, I would sit at the Lord's feet and ask, because this is more than just this is more than just unbelievers. This is believers too. This this is me thinking, oh yeah, man, I'm yeah, I'm I'm doing the Lord's work. I'm a youth pastor, I'm doing his work and not sitting at his feet. And wondering why, man, my marriage is in trouble. What's going on? This is for both believers and unbelievers. No, no one is no one is exempt. You know, if you don't sit at the Lord's feet, you don't spend time with him daily. Only he causes the growth. There's not going to be growth without sitting at his feet. So it's 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 true for someone who doesn't know the Lord, but someone who does. We can be distracted with ministry. You know, I'm, you know, trying to prepare for the Lord's work. Leave me alone. You guys are, you know, and neglect the first ministry. You know, which is your home. You can't be so distracted with um, things that the Lord won't cause you to neglect your family just so you can be um, fully focused you know, on, on ministry. Again, your first ministry is your home. So was blessed to, to even have the Lord walk me through that. Um, so lastly on that part was, uh, the second question to that was, are you so busy doing good and feel like you're serving the Lord that you don't have time to daily sit at the Lord's feet? And man, this one, um, a, a huge difference when, when distractions are put aside. Um, my cell phone, I, I left my cell phone out because I didn't want that to, to be in here while the Lord's given his word. Um, when I spend my alone time with God, my cell phone is nowhere near me. Um, I had to delete certain apps from my phone because, you know, one chess game can lead to four hours. And it's, but it's it's just a little game. No, it's a distraction. It's a lie. It's a scheme and it's a tactic because I would not spend four hours sitting at the Lord's feet until all those things slowly started dying. Then I sit at his feet now, and it's like, wow, Lord, you are good. You're amazing. I get to see what he is doing, and truly, I am blessed. My wife now, I wish she was here. Um, I feel like, man, this girl, she's so in love with me now. <laughs> uh, it, it is, you know, when, when you start to see uh, someone you love go from, 
despising you and just can't stand your presence around her to praying for you. That's where it clicked for me is when I seen her praying for me, it was like, Lord, man, you really love me. That's where the Lord started to change everything. Um, and it was every day. I love you, hon. I love you, hon. And I'm like, man, what is going on, man? I feel like I'm getting set up over here. But that, that's what the Lord does. When he changes a person, it's only him who could do the change. I tried for many years to, to make my lovely wife love me. And, oh, yeah, it didn't work out. Sorry, brother. Um, and so, you know, that, that's where I was at when I was deceived by the enemy. And I, I look now and, and praise the Lord, because look what the Lord has done now. Uh, we get to minister as a family, um, you know, truly get to rely on the Lord as a family. Um, especially in my marriage, we were so blessed to uh, um, to pray together. And that has been, I will encourage young ones to seek the Lord holy. E even, even if you don't have a spouse, pray with the Lord daily. Seek him daily because... And once you get married, you can go from the, the 8, 10, 12 hour conversations with your spouse to, you know, not even talking to them. And when I listen to my wife pray, I get to, I get to hear what's in her heart. I hear her intercede for her husband, her her kids, her family. And that has been the biggest blessing for our marriage, um, aside from serving the Lord, is, is seeking the Lord's, his word together, morning and night. And so a huge... Uh, <clears throat> Huge testimony. What the Lord has done, he saved me from myself. He opened my eyes. Because when I was trying to make it big, man, it was, it was all me. Um, and, and thank God that, you know, it's not his desire for one to perish, but for all to come to repentance. So, you know, thank God he had uh, mercy and grace, but tomorrow's not promise. We, we don't have guaranteed that tomorrow's going to come. With that being said, there's no, there's nothing more important than seeking the Lord. You know, even given his word, um, this week has changed a lot for me because it's like, you know, Lord, I'm not going to just give what I think is your word, especially after what you did this week for me. I'm going to seek your word for 
family studies, everything. You know, if if I'm gonna speak to someone and 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 encourage them, I'm not gonna encourage them from Ray anymore. It's gonna be you, and if it's not from you, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. And when he speaks, man, it's 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 really hard to explain, but there is there is only things that he can do that that can uh, touch a person and and i've seen him speak many a times uh not only in my life but my with my family as well um there's a song that is you know i i don't know if um if all of you know it but there's a song called look what the lord has done um i think the the chorus goes look what the lord has done look what the lord has done he healed my body touched my mind he saved me just in time i wanna praise his name he stays just the same come on and praise him Look what the Lord has done. And you know, I, I've seen that. I'm not I'm not a pro singer, but I get blessed every time I get to see what the Lord has done. I get blessed every time I wake up and say, Man, Lord, you have done a miracle in my life. And again, he wants for no one to perish, but all to come to repentance. It gives me great joy to intercede on others to see what he can do in their life. And um, with that, I have three, um, three more scriptures. And if um, I could get volunteers for these three scriptures, that would be awesome because I don't like really I'd rather have volunteers than voluntold someone what to do. Um, so the first one is Luke 9.59. And... I'll read. Oh, thank you, sister. Amen. Luke 9.59. Amen. He's, and he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, permit me first to go and bury my father. Amen. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, Pastor Shell. So with these three scriptures, it's either feet or distraction. Are you willing to sit at his feet? Or are you willing to be distracted? Uh, the next next one is Matthew ten thirty seven. Pastor uh, Dora raised her hand, and so did Minister Dora, and so did John and Lily. Oh, thank you. Uh, see, I'm not good with this technology. Okay, Dora, you can take one, and then uh, Brother John or Sister Lily, you guys can take uh, Matthew 20, ten twenty one and twenty two. 
So we'll, uh, Sister Dora, if you could take uh, Matthew 1037, please. Matthew 10, um, verse 7, right? 37. Oh, 37. Yeah. Okay. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Amen. So the same thing there. Feet. Or distraction. And the last uh, feat or distraction choice we have, that scripture is Mark 10, 21 through 22. And Jesus said, looking at him, loved him and said to him, you lack one thing. Go and sell all that you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. Disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Amen. And with that one, feet or distraction? Which one are you going to choose? What is the Lord telling you? And truly, what I, I what I was blessed to get is, you won't know what the Lord is telling you unless you're sitting at his feet. You can... You know, I I was like, oh, yeah, the Lord's saying this because this sounds good. This lines up with what I want. How do you know if you weren't sitting at his feet, right? I'm guessing. I wouldn't guess. I, I want to know. And so, you know, with with his message. Um. I'm, man, I'm committed. I want to know everything. The Lord knows everything. He knows what I need. And he'll provide. I just gotta, I just gotta go sit at his feet. I gotta go ask. Um, you know, with, with that, I will, um, you know, really encourage Trust and see if the Lord is good. Go sit at his feet and see what he does. Put away distractions. Put away worries and, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. Uh, there were there was times where I'd, you know, call Pastor Catherine like, man, my job, I got this and this comes up. And I love my sister, man, because she's like, Okay, hold on. Let's pray. And soon after we pray, the first thing out of her mouth is, when all that's going on, do you pray and ask the Lord to help you? It's my job, you know, the Lord. No, I don't. Um, and that was a challenge. The next time that happens, pray and ask the Lord to help you. Do you think he could help you with your work? Yeah. But it wasn't until the distractions came, the trials came, the afflictions came, the persecution came, 
that I said, no, I'm going to go sit at the Lord's feet. Taste and see if the Lord is good. Go sit at his feet. Put him first. Let him be priority in your life. Let him be number one. And remove all distractions and lies from the enemy. And see if the Lord don't, see if he don't move. So um, with that, uh, I'll open it up to um, any questions, comments, or pastors or or saints. Hey, Pastor Ray. Hey, my sister. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your message. Thank you, Lord Jesus, Amen. for the message that he brought through you. This Amen. is an important message. And I'm going to, if you don't mind, ask some questions and go to some scriptures. Because as you were speaking, it's like, woohoo, thank you, Jesus. Let's first go to Genesis chapter 3 and read verses 1 through um one through five genesis chapter three verses one through five and pastor i know that praise god you are getting over COVID. he healed you so i know this is a bottle of water and the kleenex so i'm not gonna make you read unless you just want to oh no i i will let someone else be blessed okay and that then i'm gonna call on some folks uh I'm going to call on Jimmy. <clears throat> Jimmy, would you read Genesis 3, verses 1 through 5? My brother. 3. Mm. Okay. Genesis 3, uh, Genesis 3, 1 to 5. Uh, the servant was the shortest of the wild animals of the, the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. The woman replied, It's only the fruit fruits from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. Uh, God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You, you won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. That God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you, little brother. So here in Genesis, it's here in the very beginning. Who's the serpent, Pastor? Pastor Ray? That's the enemy. That's the devil. The devil, the enemy, Satan. What did you see he did there with, with Eve? He deceived her. Um, and, and, you know, made it seem like she could be just like God. Mm -hmm. well, 
Amen. What else did he deceive her about? That she, said, that she that, wouldn't die. That she wouldn't die. You won't get hurt. You can do this and not get hurt. Isn't that the same thing he does today? Amen. I can't tell you how many addicts I've met. That's the enemy deceived them and said, if you just take a just take one hit, you don't get you don't get high on one hit. You don't get, you know, hooked on one hit. Just one hit. Pornography, video games. All that is the enemy comes and says, basically saying the same thing. Surely you won't die. It won't hurt you. Just one. Just one. Just, just, just do this just a little. Take that, you know, you got a Bible study you got to go to. You got a prayer meeting you're supposed to be at. But hey, you've got this project that you've got to get done. You're too sick. Your head hurts too bad. You can't focus on praying. Just, just stay in bed. They'll understand and send somebody a text to pray for you. That's all distraction. Mm. But that distraction starts with deceit. You're deceived into, just as you were talking, Pastor, you were deceived into the things the enemy deceived you to distract you because I love that even the three words that the Lord gave you to choose, like distract. What does the word distract mean in Greek? What's the meaning of distract? Is to be overoccupied, too busy about a thing. Amen. Does it also mean to be drawn away? Yes. How did the wolf get the sheep? He drew them away from the flock. He drew them away. That wolf drew that, you know, sheep away from the shepherd. That's what distraction is. And I loved how the three things that, you know, you gave, and, and those are distractions versus sitting at his feet. Sitting at his feet, I was looking that up as you were talking. Again, it's the, you know, in the Greek, it's, you know, the word is, you know, poos. And it means to, you know, disciples, as you had, you know, right, you know, disciples sit at the feet of their teacher. You can either be sitting at his feet and sitting at his feet. You could be sitting at his feet in prayer mm. because you and your teacher are talking. Man. You could be sitting at his feet in the word because your teacher is talking. Amen. You could be sitting at his feet in worship because your soul is talking. You can be at his feet or you can let the enemy draw you away. Get you busy. Do things. How many times do you pastors all know? In fact, some used to mock me. 
But, you know, you're so busy trying to be good that, you know, said, you know, be careful. Because if the enemy can't make you bad, he'll make you what? Busy. Busy. He will draw you away. He will draw you away. And, Pastor, I've been praying for you throughout the week, my husband and, you know, and, and I. Do you want to share a little bit about what has been going on with your week, or can I share with it? And if you don't want either, then I'm not going to do either. Yeah, absolutely. You could share. <laughs> pastor's, pastor's mother is dying of leukemia. And though she has 13 children, only one lives for the Lord. That's pastor. Others have taken their mother in, and she's in late stage now. But it was really to get what she had in pastor, the pastors. Said, we open our home. We'll open our home. And they were told in one week by the hospital that we'll release her you know, in a month and a half. Two days later, they will release her in a week. On Friday, they told the pastor, you got to come get her now. He was at work. We're discharging her now. And Pastor, you know, Teresa is like, I will come home and take care of mom. I'll be her provider. Because, you know, as much as she loves her baby boy, there are things that we women can do for to help other women that even our mothers still don't want their sons to do. So Pastor Teresa is going to give up her career, give up her job. To come home. Now, pastor is not the only sibling in Utah. And he's getting the call. You got to come. No one else could come. But he knows he's going to teach today. And he is trying to get to the father's feet, but he's trying to be a good son. And the more he said, Father, I need you, the more things were coming at him in all directions. But God is a good God because we were quietly, you know, he was praying and things were moving so fast and I have to tell you, pastors, I hadn't said anything to y'all, but I've been praying and the message the Lord gave me was always ready. I was going to step in if you couldn't do it. I was going to step in and somebody would be here at this pulpit. Of course, I'd run it past the Wongs because they're the most senior pastors and overseers. This is a church that the Lord started under them. And that's why you've heard two of his distractions was not that he didn't love his mom because he took care. He stayed to the end. But he finally and he had family calling him 
he had a brother present, he had a sister present, you know, that, that you know, he finally said to them, I've got to go and get in the closet. I'm giving a word tomorrow. I've got to go. And his eldest son, TJ, said, I'll go stay with grandma. But he put the Lord first. After he knew, you know, not after the same time because he was praying and the Lord was helping him on what to do. And then that brother went into his prayer closet. And he contacted me last night and said, Pastor, Lord's given me the message. Sit at his feet. Because in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. In the presence of the Lord is peace. See, so many people miss sitting at God's feet because they're letting the enemy distract them to death. That's what makes this message so powerful. It's like, will you let, you know, Matthew 13, 21 and 22, as you were talking, Pastor, that came. Will you let affliction, will you let persecution keep you from being at the Lord's feet? That things are just too hard? That you just feel too bad? Will you let life's things, because life's things are going to happen. Life's things are going to happen. And I would say to you, brothers, because Pastor hit on it, but Pastor, how long after you and your wife begin to pray together daily does the Lord begin to change your marriage and change your heart? Oh, it was immediately, but it, it was just consistency of keep doing it. Uh, how you had to fight the distractions to do it. Yeah. And yet I've talked to others and the keep and it's the same message. It's the same message. Pray together. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. And I, I've watched I've watched people with all kinds of excuses. All kinds of excuses, not to simply follow the Lord's instructions. Grab your spouse and meet at his feet. Amen. And I've watched marriages come apart. I've watched families come apart because of disobedience. I've offended people when I've said you're in disobedience, but that's not my message, that's his. See, you're not rejecting what I'm saying because I'm just a messenger. Hmm. You're rejecting what he's saying. And because this couple daily have for some time been daily at his feet, morning and night, the enemy didn't separate them. They came shoulder to shoulder because of the Lord. And y'all came up with, with y'all and the Lord came up with the game plan, didn't y'all? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Pastor, what would have happened if you were still letting the enemy distract you? I, 
I, we, we would have been separated. Uh, my family would have, yeah, we would have been separated. But in essence, that's the other thing. See, you can't love your family if you don't love God. No. You got to be real with where you are with God. And all that other stuff I've heard of people with babies. Well, I got a new baby. I can't do it. Does that baby ever sleep? Whose parents out there don't have children sleep at times? Pray. And you may have to, you know, prayer comes with one of you in the in the tub and one of you on the toilet. And y'all sitting in the bathroom because that's the only place y'all can get alone and not wake up them children and pray. Are you doing it? Or are you letting this sweet bundle distract? And the home that you could have and the service that you should be doing, you're not. Powerful message, Pastor. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm off the air. <laughs> Anyone else? Thank you, Pastor Catherine. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> hey, Pastor Ray. Hey, Pastor Shell. How are you doing, sis? I'm blessed. I just had one comment, and it was when you were talking about uh, Genesis um, 3, and you said about Eve. And it just summed it up so concisely and so perfectly. You said when the enemy talks you in, the enemy talked her into disobeying God with the idea that she would be like God. And I thought, whoa, you know, you look at the words <laughs> deceived and, and all those, those words which the Bible says, but when you just hit it on the head, she disobeyed God with the idea that she was going to be like God. Now that's some kind of deception. Amen. Amen. All him. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Pastor Ray. My brother, how's it going, Pastor? Good. So blessed by the message. Uh, so blessed by obedience. Um, and uh wanted to uh, kind of follow through about what Pastor Catherine talks about distraction and the message today is about sitting at the feet of Jesus. Uh, one perfect example is actually in Genesis 4. It was about, about Cain and Abel. I know we are going through the Genesis study and has been such a blessing uh, to just, you know, go back to the first book in the first few chapters. But here in chapter 4, uh, verse 3 onwards, it says, So it came about in the course of time that Cain brought an offering to the Lord of the fruits of the ground. Abel, on his part, also brought of the firstling of his flock and of their fat uh, portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and for his offerings. But for Cain and for his offering, he had no regard. So Cain became very angry and his countenance fell. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? 
If you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door and is desire for you, but you must master it. Um, this this part here is uh, pretty powerful because I was thinking about many today who are listening to the sermon. Um, I mean, on the on the surface, it's about okay, spending time with the Lord and and so forth, but Perhaps I was uh, praying about this and thinking about anyone here who's really thinking about, but I am, but I, you know, I, I, I'm doing my best and I'm, I'm going, you know, as Pastor Catherine said, the busyness of this, it, people are pushing through, in other words, but somehow, um, if there is a part in anyone today listening to the sermon and felt that maybe God had not regarded your offering, so to say, but there's something to learn here. Cain got angry. Uh, it's almost to the point where, it's, you know, to us today, if you feel like life is hard and, and why things has to happen to me and so forth, it is really not for us to get into a place of, in this case for Cain, he was in a place of anger and that became a distraction. But the Lord was really good. The Lord was letting him know um, that if he would have done well, and it wasn't about, um it wasn't about what what he has or do not have uh, that he gave to the lord the lord was about to lead him guide him show him something powerful but as long as cain was angry in that whole process because the lord did not regard his offering he stayed in that he stayed in that one thing and being so, so distracted by his feelings uh, so i just want to point this part of the genesis where I think uh, it's really powerful to think about what is it that we are struggling with and not keep that as the one thing while the Lord is trying to show us something greater. And so spending time with him is what the Lord says. You would have done well. Uh, you would do well, but you must master it. Mastery is, you know, it's a place of, you know, spending time with him. So just want to add that. Thank you, Pastor Ray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor Edmund, can I interject there? Yeah. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 12. Okay. Um will you uh would you start at um Uh, 11 and then read and read 12. Okay. But now finish doing it also so that just as there was the readiness to desire it, so there may be also the completion of it by your ability. For if the readiness is present, it is acceptable according to what a person has, not according to what a person does not have. Amen. If your heart is right, the Lord's not looking at what you don't have. Right. What you have is acceptable. Look and at the poor widow woman in the two mites. Who did the Lord notice when they were given their offerings? Was it all the rich people or was it the widow woman? Mm -hmm. The widow woman. The widow woman. 
The Lord said that those who were rich said they were given from their surplus. She gave all she had. That means Cain's offering would have been acceptable. But Cain's heart was not right. Amen. Okay, I'm going again. Yeah. Amen. Um, yeah, just uh, going to go ahead and uh, pray us out. But just quick encouragement. Um, you know, thank you for everyone who shared. Um, but trust the Lord. Seek him. He'll, he'll do it. Asking you shall receive. So let's go in prayer. Father, Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your message, Lord. Thank you for removing me, Lord, and not, not letting me lean on my own understanding of what, what I thought your word was, Lord. Um, thank you for walking me through and pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that um, pray that as, as your children, Lord, that we would um, continue to seek you daily, Lord. Uh, a, a dying world out there, lost world. Um, that need you, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, uh, that you would continue to move uh, in this body uh, with the saints, Lord, and um, pray that you would have your way with us, Lord. Father, I pray that um, even as uh, the word was given, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that um, the saints will will look up scripture for themselves. Don't, don't trust um, me who's given the scriptures, but uh, go be a Berean and, and search it and make sure that your word is being taught accurately, Lord. Father, I thank you for all that you do, all that you continue to do, and uh, lift up uh, each and every individual sick in body, Lord. Uh, we lift them up to you, Lord, and, and pray healing, Lord, on your time, Lord, and pray that you would receive all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. 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 Uh, uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, certainly the Lord is um, present with each of